Hello! Well, it's been a minute since I've recorded a new episode, and I wanted to let you know what's going on. I'm writing a book, two actually, that will be published this year. I've heard from some of you that you're furiously taking notes as you listen to the podcast episodes. Some of you have even printed off the transcripts and are highlighting them and putting them in a binder. I love this so much, and it has inspired me for book number two. So what you've been asking for, it's coming. Now, that said, I will be recording a new episode soon and we'll get back to a regular schedule. In the meantime, if you're interested in hearing about the book and knowing when it's coming out, be sure to go to trishazodi.com and get on my email list. You'll be the first to know. Now, here's the episode you came for. Hi, friends. It's Trisha Zodi. Welcome to my podcast. Another Beautiful Life, Restoration of Mind, Body, and Spirit After Brokenness. I am so excited that you're joining me here today as we walk this journey together. I believe that God is extending out His hand, offering each one of us the opportunity to be guided into restoration. I also believe that with restoration comes freedom, adventure, and great hope. These are the things He's calling us to. And I'm glad we can do this together. Hello, friends. Welcome to episode number 154. Question everything. Okay, with a topic like this, we could go in a hundred different directions, right? I could sound like I'm trying to get you to be a critical thinker towards the things of the world at large. But before we get too broad, let me quickly give you a focal point. I'm merely suggesting that you question everything about yourself. We know that our belief system is founded on what we learned in our family unit, the culture we grew up in, our ancestry, our education, our religion, and messages we received from peers or social media, to name a few. Add to that the fact that our brains are trying to make sense of our world and the experiences we have in it. And where there is a gap in information and understanding, the brain will just make stuff up. Usually it's based on something similar that happened in our past or something that we've experienced before. The brain says, ah, I recognize this. This is like that other thing. So I know exactly how we should act and think about this thing. And it just doesn't give you any other option to consider. It's not going to say to you, hey, this is like that old thing and that old way of behaving. Do you want to do it that way again? Or would you like to consider a new way of thinking and behaving? (laughs) No, the brain is not going to do that for two reasons. The motivations of the brain, the reason it directs us in any direction, is to avoid pain and conserve energy by not working any harder than is necessary. So if it sees a pattern, it jumps right on it and does that thing with no alternative suggested. This is how the brain works, all brains. Now, you can train it to do something different. That's the goal. But this is its factory default. This is how we get it. Lazy and not super reliable. Great, huh? 
But again, you can train your brain to do something different. And I want to show you how to do that by questioning everything. Now, lest you think your brain is always working for you and not against you, let me tell you a personal story. Now, keep in mind that I've been very intentional about retraining my brain for a couple of years now, and I've made it my life's work. I'm that serious about it. But even when you're aware of what thoughts need your attention and you're intentional about making changes, your brain can still be tricky. Here's what happened. Not long ago, I was whining to my friend, who also happens to be a life coach, telling her my sad pity party story of how I'll never get to drive a cute, small sports car ever again. See, when the kids were growing up, I drove them and their friends around in a pretty good-sized Suburban. Then, when my youngest finally got his license and a car, I got rid of that Suburban and got myself a small, sporty sedan. But I didn't actually get rid of the Suburban. I convinced my husband that we needed to keep it in the family so we could still use it for trips and family outings. So, bless his heart, he drove that monster of a Suburban around while I sported around in my cute little car. Such a good man. I drove that cute car until I had to get something bigger for my flower business. I really thought that was temporary, and just a few years I'd get back into a smaller car. But when Brian passed away, I sold the Suburban. And because now I didn't have a bigger vehicle or someone else to pawn the bigger vehicle on, I was stuck with my mid-sized SUV. And here's where that pitiful story comes in that I told my friend. I said, I'll always have to drive this size car because I have two dogs that sleep in crates at nighttime. And if I ever travel to go see my kids, I usually bring my dogs and those metal crates are huge and take up so much space. I have to have at least a mid-sized SUV to carry those darn crates around. She asked, So when you travel in your car, do your dogs stay locked in their crates? I said, heavens no. They sit in the back seat with all their cozy blankets. And then she said something that literally blew my mind. Literally, I was so confused for a minute and it felt like my brain broke open. Here's what she said. Then why don't you just get those canvas travel crates that fold down and you can just tuck them into the trunk of your cute sporty car? What? (laughs) Wait, what? What? Literally, my mind was blown. Now, let me stop here and tell you, I've been a widow now for six years. In these six years, I've figured out or learned how to do things I have never, never done before because my husband just took care of it for 30 years. Listen, pro tip, YouTube can teach you how to do anything. I feel like a boss when it comes to using a compressor and nail gun to repair a gate. I am smart, capable, and very resourceful. 
But, but my brain did not want to offer me the simple suggestion that there are canvas travel crates for dogs out there that could be the solution to my pity party problem. It didn't even cross my mind to do a search online for another solution. And why didn't it? Because in my mind, there wasn't another solution. For all these years that we've had dogs, and they've been many, they've always slept in those clunky metal crates, and we've always traveled with those big, heavy crates everywhere we went. It's what we've always done. This is how it's done. And if this is how we've always done it, then the brain sees no reason at all to break that pattern of thinking, to offer any other solution. Listen, the brain is just lazy and doesn't want to work very hard. And if you're not careful, you could end up living a lot of your life with dog crate-like thinking. You could be missing out on an adventure of a lifetime, a new sense of peace and contentment, a personal strength that tells you you're not a victim of your circumstances. You could be missing out of having a satisfying and fulfilling life, a life full of choices. That is, until someone kind enough comes to blow your mind wide open with new perspectives and offer new possibilities to your current thinking. All because your brain is stuck in a rut of, it's always been this way, so why would we want to change it? So lazy and horrible especially if that change would bring you freedom and peace and open up a world of possibilities. But this is what the brain does. Those stories we have in our brain can also keep us from doing things. When I was growing up in my family and in my strict Baptist church, I heard that only the trashy people had tattoos. Now, I know a lot of people my age who had the same story, so maybe it wasn't from a religious perspective and more like a generational conjecture. Anyway, when I was immersed in the music industry, lots of people had tattoos. They were mostly younger than me, but I had no problem loving and accepting their tatted selves. But it wasn't for me. My brain just kept telling me I'd be trashy if I got it. Not anyone else, just me. Then my adult children got tattoos. That did not go over well with my parents, as you can imagine. And as a mama bear, I came to the defense of my cubs. I remember questioning their stance and saying, when they got that tattoo, they weren't any different in that moment than they were the minute before they had it. That tattoo didn't change who they were. There it was, a break in my brain's pattern of thinking. And as a nod to my kiddos and a constant reminder to not judge others or myself, I got a tattoo on the inside of my right wrist. That one thing has literally changed my life in such an enormous way. But I'm here to tell you that you don't have to wait for someone else or an external circumstance to break your brain open. You can do this yourself. And the way you begin is by questioning everything. When you get up in the morning, what is your routine? And why do you do it that way? Why do you do anything that you do? Why do you sleep on that side of the bed? 
Why do you sit in that chair? Why do you eat that kind of food? Why do you go to that kind of church? They say we're creatures of habit, but do you even know why you have that habit? Where did it come from? Was it learned? Taught? By whom? And why? Did you just adopt it because your parents did it? Did your mom plaster her refrigerator with pictures and little magnets from every state that you ever visited? And because she did that, that's what you do now? So ask yourself, is this what I want? Is the way I live or act or think keeping me from something better or bigger, more open and free? Do I even like it? It's easy to get into the this is just how it's done mentality because if that's the way it was done when we grew up and we didn't know any different way of doing it, of course our brains are going to conclude that there's just no other way. This is how it is. Why even consider that there may be an alternative or different perspective? Now the exercise of questioning everything is not to get you to change everything, but to let you see where your thinking is rigid and limited, keeping you from living a more free and abundant life. This is the point of awareness where you get to decide if you like why you do what you do and if you want to keep doing it or consider an alternative. And here's the beauty of our neuroplastic brains. They are malleable to change, wired for it, and happy to do it if we just tell it what to do. It's going to be lazy until you make it get to work. The most powerful thing you could ever understand is that God has given you the ability to get your brain to work for you, not against you. It's just going to continue to do what it does, being lazy, stuck in ruts without any new ways of thinking, unless and until you decide you've had enough and you want to experience something more. Here's the funniest thing about my car story. When it came time after my mind-blowing conversation with my friend and I was able to buy a new car, you might be surprised to hear that I didn't buy that cute sports car after all. Nope, I bought another mid-sized SUV. My friend laughed at that saying, all that and you didn't even get what you wanted. And here's what I realized. It wasn't that I wanted the small sports car. What I actually wanted was to not be hammer locked into an I have to situation. I wanted the freedom to choose. And when it came down to it, I chose the car I wanted. And yes, you bet I immediately went online and ordered two lightweight folding canvas dog crates. And I took those two metal crates to Goodwill for someone else to enjoy. And hopefully, when they pick up those crates, they too are questioning everything. Yes, life coaches break open the brain that's stuck in neural ruts. It's what we do, and I'd love to help challenge yours by questioning everything. I've put a link in the show notes to book a free 30-minute call at your convenience if you'd like to chat about it. Grab that free downloadable guide with prompt questions to help you, well, question everything. 
Have a wonderful week, friends. See you next Wednesday for the next episode of Another Beautiful Life.